Hey, welcome to another episode of the FitFig Podcast. I'm Steph Figarelli, your host. Do you ever think about creating rules for your life in an effort to get you where you want to be with your goals? I want to talk about that today. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But I've been thinking a lot about this. So many of you know, if you've been following my podcast for a while, that I love the 75 Hard Challenge program by Andy Frisella. He created it. Basically, all it is is a checklist of daily tasks that you have to do every single day. And the big turnoff for people is the have to part. So it's non-negotiable. If you want to participate and complete the program, you have to do all of the activities in the way that they're laid out to do every single day for 75 days. And these are basically their rules. And I think, you know, when I was contemplating whether or not to do this 75 hard challenge, I had a hard time with a couple of the tasks. And if you don't know what I'm talking about either, go look for my episode on the podcast of my experience with the 75 hard program, or just do a quick Google search. I don't want to go over all of the tasks because I have talked about it plenty of times before, but one of them is you have to drink a gallon of water every day. This is a lot of water, especially for a small statured person. And it's kind of a, it's a one size fits all rule. And that's a turnoff to a lot of people. And it's going to be quite difficult for a lot of people to even do that. Um, but I, I love drinking water. I have no problem with that. That was an easy one for me. And basically what I want to talk about today are how you can come up with a list of rules. You don't have to have a lot, but let's say even like three to five rules. If you want to have more, cool. But the idea is to create these purposeful constraints in your life or these tasks or goals or rules, however you want to look at them in an effort to get you where you want to be. So if you have some goals, let's say a fat loss goal in 2022, if you were to make up the, a rule or five every day that you follow every day and you write them down or you keep track of them on an app on your phone or something like that and you just check them off, um, this is a great way to achieve any goal is to create rules for your life. And the cool part is you can customize this to, you know, for you. You don't have to follow a specific laid out list of rules or tasks if they don't speak to you or you don't feel like they can really help you get where you want to be. So think about it. For me, the ones I found most useful that I kept doing after 75 hard was drinking a gallon of water a day. That one surprisingly was very difficult for me to do. I struggled um, for probably the first month, maybe even longer than that, to just make it a regular part of my day. I didn't miss any days. I didn't fail the challenge. Very first time I did it all the way straight through, no problem. But it was hard. Like if I had some travel days, I had to really monitor my water and make sure that I got it all in and I was measuring it. And most people would be turned off by that. It would it would be maybe too tedious for them to have to track their water intake and measure it and make sure they're getting it all in by the end of the day. 
But the other thing too, is you don't want to be up going to the bathroom all night. So I learned I had to cut off my water at a certain time, stop drinking water after probably about two or 3 PM because it would disrupt my sleep. So that was tricky. Um, but what I found were the benefits far outweighed the inconvenience of drinking all this water every day. So I kept that task every day. It became a rule of a rule of the day. Drink a gallon of water every day. I don't personally need anything in my water. I don't need lemon or electrolytes or anything like that. I just drink straight plain water and it's great. I've experienced better energy, um, no headaches. You know, when you're craving something or you feel hungry, sometimes you are thirsty, not always, but sometimes. And for me, when I'm well hydrated, I'm just performing much better than when I'm slightly dehydrated. So um, I found that it was a solution for a lot of my just physical problems or my energy issues or performance related issues. So uh, drinking more water, water has become a rule for me every day. And I've had days since ending the challenge where I haven't been so successful with that. And I just kind of make a note of it like, hey, how did I feel? Did I really even need a full gallon today? Do I feel okay without it? And just kind of like checking in with myself. And for the most part, I just, I love drinking all that water. So I do it. And that's one of my rules. Um, another one of the rules was that you had to work out twice a day as part of the 75 hard challenge. And that was initially a turnoff for me. I didn't want to have to do that. I thought in my head, I'm over here fan, you know, having these like, like ideas of doing two CrossFit style workouts for 45 minutes twice a day. Now, one of those workouts had to be outside, no matter what, no matter the crazy weather, you had to do one workout outside. Well, as I'm reading more and learning more about the program, you could do, say, like a yoga workout or you could go for a walk. And so that to me was more manageable and realistic, in which case some days I'll, I would go on two walks. Um, so I didn't keep up with those rules or tasks after I finished the program uh, for a variety of reasons. I just sometimes I didn't feel like going outside. I didn't care. I didn't want to do it. Um, and so I didn't necessarily feel like that needed to be a rule. In fact, exercise is not a rule I have in my life every single day. Um, but I certainly feel better when I'm incorporating more movement in my day, but there are just some days that I'll, I'll be so busy with work or, you know, something I'm working on at home, uh, you know, some sort of thing that needs to be taken care of at home, especially in the summertime, I work a lot in my yard and I'm doing little projects that take up quite a bit more time. And then I don't have the extra energy to get in an, a workout maybe that day, but I'm still walking around, I'm moving and I'm being very physical. So I am a big fan of movement and manual labor, whether you're gardening or working out, you know, working in your yard or raking leaves or whatever, you just, you're, you're moving around. Um, big fan of that. So, but I, I have, I've never been, I've never felt the need to make exercise, like formal exercise, a part of my life if I, you know, if I had something else that took precedent that day. So if I had something more important or whatever. Um, but I think it is, it's, it's helped me a lot to keep up with things like no alcohol. And I think that's a valuable, you know, rule, if you want to call it a rule, while you're focusing on fat loss, because alcohol, it really is empty calories. 
And I think it's more so the problem I have with it for myself is that I tend to make very poor food choices when I drink alcohol. And that seems to be the problem I I see with my clients as well, where they're over consuming alcohol, or maybe they're just having a couple of drinks. They're trying to fit into their nutrition, their macros, if they're tracking macros, but then they're eating, like they're getting cravings or they're getting hungry. And then they eat off, eat off of their plan because alcohol inspired them to deviate from their plan. And so I think that's the biggest problem I have with alcohol consumption in general. Otherwise I have no problem. It's fine. Um, I, I love having a few drinks every now and then. It's very rare. But when I'm working on a fat loss goal, one of my rules has always been from the beginning of learning about nutrition and working out and fat loss and body transformations, my rule has always been no alcohol. And it's just a personal rule. I, I always encourage people to try to figure out what works best for them. And that's what has always worked best for me. So creating these rules And they seemingly feel like constraints, like restrictions. And so for a lot of time, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people get afraid of that and it's a turnoff to them. Like, oh no, I can't have any rules. I can't have any, you know, and I can't feel restricted. But I think that's the cool thing about even macro tracking is you have these parameters, you know, you're only eating a certain amount of protein, carbs, and fat every day. And so there's restriction there of calorie intake. You can't just go crazy and start eating thousands and thousands of calories. There's limits to what you can eat. And because of those limitations, you're going to lose body fat and it's going to get you to your goal. So there's purpose behind the rules. It's not just to be some sort of like super disciplined person who never has any fun in their life, but these rules should set you up to facilitate progress and reach the goal. So Alcohol, no alcohol for me has always been very helpful. Um, It helps me stay very hydrated. It helps me with recovery to not drink alcohol. And of course, then I'm drinking usually more water, uh, the gallon of water a day thing. And so that's been very helpful. And so if you're somebody who's really focused on a fat loss goal or transformation or even building muscle, consider eliminating alcohol for 60 days or six months or a full year and just see how that impacts your life. Maybe it will have no impact, but it's worth trying. So intermittent fasting is another one that I've incorporated as far as a rule. Um, And I haven't been super strict with this in a long time. I went through a period where I was very strict with my eating window. And so if you're not familiar with intermittent fasting, you have an eating window of a certain amount of time. And for me, what I did very strictly at one point was um a a 16 8 i never remember the order or the the order of the ratios if you always say it like 8 or 16 16 8 i don't know but my eating window was for eight hours of the day then i would fast or just not eat for which obviously it's the same thing but i wouldn't eat for 16 hours so i would wake up in the morning and i'm not going to get this time right because i've since forgotten but let's say i'd wake up and i would eat an RX bar at 5 a.m. with my coffee, break my fast. And then I had until that point, until like 12 or 12.30, do the math, but whatever eight hours is, I would end it. Um, I would end my meals at that time and I wouldn't eat. I would like brush my teeth, floss my teeth, get ready for like the end of the day. I would do all my end of the day tasks in the afternoon. And 
this is super bizarre for most people because most people will actually skip breakfast and then they'll eat their first meal at say like 12 or 1 p.m. But that doesn't work for me. I really like breakfast. I love breakfast food. I love having the majority of my calories after shortly after I wake up in the morning. So I have never been able to push my food off to the afternoon. Um, maybe when I was a kid and I was like partying and sleeping in and all that, that would have been much easier for me to do back then. But I, didn't, I wasn't <laughs> very healthy back then. And it just never felt good to me. So I love to like wake up, hydrate, have some coffee, have some, like I said, the RX bar, and then I'll go into breakfast around 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., something like that. So um, for, for me, though, having that kind of hard and fast rule of when I would start eating and when I would stop eating really helped me stay on track with my nutrition. And over time, the reason I started um, breaking away from it was because it started to actually impact my sleep in a negative way. I was getting more like six hours of sleep when I needed probably more like seven and a half. And so I found that my body, I would just start to get super hungry by, I don't know, like four or 5 AM. And it was waking me up too early. And so I realized the 16 hour fasting window probably was too long. And they typically say for women, it's better for women to have the 10 hour eating window with like the 14 hour fasting time um, because hormonally it can negatively impact hormones and it can keep you feeling very hungry and just disrupt some your circadian rhythm and mess you up a little bit. And so I was finding that I was, I was just wasn't feeling good. I was really hungry and, you know, I probably could have played around with increasing my calorie intake, but I I just kind of stretched it out a little further so my eating window was longer and I could give myself a break. And and I'm not interested in creating any sort of any sort of rules that put me into a mindset of disordered thinking around food and I can recognize that pretty early. So if something's starting to mess with me and I'm like, "Ooh, I don't feel good." I won't keep pushing through it. Now, there's a difference in pushing through something to get, you know, if you're being realistic and you're like, "Ah, eh, you're just you're kind of giving in too soon," you know, delay instant gratification. <clears throat> but this, you know, just didn't feel right. It felt like a little bit too stressful on my body. And so, like I said, I just extended that eating window, but that was something that really worked for me. Now you have to understand if you're doing intermittent fasting, there is absolutely nothing magical about it. You still have to track macros and make sure you're in a deficit or at least intuitively eat. If you've gone through a period of tracking macros, um, and that's a rule that I adopted for myself was macro tracking, plug my food and everything I drink and whatnot into my fitness pal. So I'm staying accountable. That's a rule that I have for myself um, that I really enjoy. It's much like tracking your finances. You're not just going to take your credit card and go on a spending spree and then get the bill at the end of the month and be like, what happened? Weird. I just lost track of everything. I just went crazy. It's like, you can't do that with your finances. Just like you should not do that with your nutrition. I'm not saying don't have fun every now and then, but you have to understand there will be consequences. So if you're constantly just going ape shit and eating whatever you want, not paying attention, not holding yourself accountable, not tracking anything, not weighing food and checking your, your weight on the scale or however you're checking it, you just kind of like detach from any sort of accountability it will catch up to you in the months or years to come. And that's when people find themselves out of shape, physically not feeling very well, possibly dealing with low self-esteem and low confidence because they've, they've completely spun out of control. And this is where I love the quote, discipline equals freedom. 
Because if you're disciplined with your finances, you're going to find that eventually you're going to be financially free. You're not going to be in debt. You're not going to be, you know, dealing with some high interest credit card bill every month because you're going to pay your credit card off every month. Or, you know, you're going to pay off your vehicle. You're not going to have this loan hanging over your head for five, six, seven years, whatever it is. It's like having this discipline and these constraints where you follow rules ultimately lead us to a more free life. We're actually able to be more creative and, and there's a lot we can do with very little if we're open to it. So my recommendation is just to come up with some rules that work for you. Play around with it. Don't be particularly attached to anything if it doesn't feel like it's working for you. Evaluate it, journal it, you know, try out a couple different things and see if you can get a little bit more headway with a goal, a little more progress by having these hard and fast rules and don't break them. So that's the tricky part is giving yourself, you know, how they say, give an inch, take a mile. So if you start becoming a little too lenient with some things, you're going to find that, you're, oh, I'll just stretch it all. Ah, it's okay that I didn't have the gallon. Like, oh, that's good enough. That's good enough. Don't let yourself off the hook. Like give yourself a good 30 days of following the rules to evaluate evaluate whether or not they're effective for you and see if you can achieve any of the goals that you have uh, based on just following a system of these goals. Because it's all I have for you today. If you got anything from this podcast, even just one thing, please consider going to iTunes and leaving me a review. I would really appreciate it. I hope you guys are doing well. I will talk to you in the next one.